0: All right, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou, and we're going to start today's episode talking about the Super Bowl. I must say, if you, uh, my my hot take of the week last week, or two weeks ago, with the Super Bowl was absolutely atrocious. It was uh it was awful. I'm not sure any of our, our, our hot takes were right, but I know mine was absolutely... I I said Chiefs by 10. Maybe I meant lose by 10. That's probably more realistic, but... Tom or not score 10. Yeah, that, I mean... I mean, what an all-around game by the Buccaneers. I mean, just dominating.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I can go on. I can say, you know, that I nailed it. Um before Wild Card Weekend. Um, but, yeah, they just dominated. Their defense was nasty. It was funny. A couple of people hit me up in DMs, which was fun, of like old conversations that we'd had. They just, every, they had, they, they were the more talented team. Um, Everywhere. Defensive line. Yeah, and Brady the- just, my one buddy's always like, every year Super Bowl comes around, it's like, bet every under, bet every under, bet every under. Everyone just gets excited. They Go with crazy prop lines, and the games just are methodical. And defense, a lot of times, plays a much more important factor. There's two weeks of game planning that goes into it, you know. And was there anything more obvious than Gronk being like the guy? No,
2: but it's like literally nothing. nothing. It's so <laughs> unbelievable. He was plus 1400 to score the first touchdown. challenge you know that? Yeah,
1: and it's like, who else was going to score the first touchdown? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Chiefs' offensive line didn't do Mahomes any favors. I mean, they said he had run 496 yards yeah. in the game without before throwing the ball. Like, I mean, was running for his life. Like some of the best throws I've seen that were incomplete. I mean, hit the dudes in the hands yeah, or the Tyrese head. Tyreek dropped
1: a dropped a game changing one early.
2: The one where he was he was fully yeah off the ground
1: vertical he threw a hit the dude the in the head horizontal yeah. in the head yeah. It's tough when those balls just come out of nowhere and on both of them, the Tyreek Hill and then the other drop, like the defenders like whiffed it three times. You know, it's not like they it was just hitting them in the face. Everyone's like they dropped the ball It's like those were impossible plays.
2: Here are my three takeaways. Number one. Such a great day for a long time. Tampa Bay Buccaneer Tom Brady. Number two. (laughs) Mahomes. His foot was definitely really hurt since like, the much from more the first play. From on. the first play, like and it was very clear. around the field. And number three, their offensive line was a was a liability that entire game. Yeah, they were rushing was three, four work. guys, and they had pressure. It was it was yeah. a disaster. It was patchwork,
1: right? They didn't. I mean, yeah, all tough. their guys were unfortunate, out.
2: unfortunate.
1: And Sue was a beast. So yeah, I mean, I called it. It was is what it is. No big deal. Um, but what I didn't do is buy any Brady cards, like a dope.
2: Wow, didn't make the play, huh?
1: Lou, you you said something interesting the other night, which I think we should talk about, and uh, kind of goes in the face a little bit, and and speaks to I would say the larger market, the energy and momentum happening in the market right now is we've talked a lot about buying cycles. Um, you know, it goes to buy the rumor, sell the news. The the Mahomes dip after he won the Super Bowl, LeBron dip after they won last year. But Brady wins, and since in the last two days, I mean, cards are record highs, and they're it, it seemingly, at least in your perspective, you think that there is not going to be a dip um, in that. I think we've seen it for Mahomes, but Brady may just be a runaway train at this point. Thoughts, feelings on on that? It yeah. kind of it's counterintuitive to what we've said in the
2: past. Yeah, I think. It's also – it's a little bit different. There's only been a few sales, so it's hard to judge it totally. I actually expected a little bit more of a jump on Brady. Um, But like we were saying, I think typically what happens is it go- every, like the moment happens and then it immediately goes down. I think we're still going to see a little bit of sustain – at minimum, sustaining where we are right now. Maybe a little bit up before they do inevitably go back down once we get to like May, June, July. But – or May, June, and then July, August. We'll see what happens. But – uh yeah, I, I think it's a little bit different this time around because there are a lot more, there's a lot more money in the mix now and a lot more people who are looking to buy things for the first time. I mean, we, we've we talked about the scenario, but th- I think there was a lot more people who had a lot more money watching the Super Bowl who were like, oh, maybe I'll buy a Brady right now than in previous times.
1: Ry, what are you seeing on your side? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't disagree with it. It's, the market has shifted, right? We're, we're going to bring this up at some point, but the the market has has shifted from, you know, really the, the modern guys that are prospects per se and more on these goats. So when Brady goes out and dominates a Super Bowl against the guy that, you know, they're saying passing the torch moment to and just dominates, it's just, he's got more rings than Jordan. I mean, you're talking about the, the best quarterback of all time without a debate now. I mean, Again, I, I saw Gary's thing the other day about like Belichick should be worried. I mean, he went to Buff- to to Tampa Bay, beat Rodgers on the road in Lambo, beat Breeze on the road, and beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I mean, as a five seed, it's just, I mean, you're talking about, uh, dude just does whatever he wants. So.
1: Yeah. It,
0: it, it's just, you're, it's like, to me, it's like LeBron. It's. Not everybody can afford those, but they I just don't see how would they go down. Right? Like if it's market manipulation now, right? It, you know, I I understand that. I just it seems like a pretty safe bet long term if you can afford them. I mean, Brady's, you know, the, the the goat. Yeah. Yeah,
2: go to football and it's like, "All right, I'm looking at mj 10 someone's looking at mj's for 700 and 700 or 650 and they're looking at brady's at 20 and they're like that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. people are doing that
1: and right or wrong the yeah just what about what about his prism stuff what about um the buccaneers prism that just came out what about no. uh you know some mid-year stuff like i think it's important to clarify that when we talk about it you know his it's the Bowman Chrome card and i think same with lebron there's obviously a larger brady market but what we can see is uh, an overall maybe raise of things only to then again shrink back with kind of that singular you know graded triple a rookie card remaining remaining strong like Ryan, I know you have a lot of people come through your shop, and a lot of uh, individuals that listen to this uh, podcast. Yeah. Maybe they don't have twenty grand to drop on it. But what do you think about maybe the second year, or the alternative rookie, or G- his raw cards. cards? Yeah, game talk- use patch cards. Game use like patch cards. A
0: Brady first year Prism Green. I looked it up the other day because I, I we had a couple in Dallas, right on my YouTube video, I talked about I I got some like first year prism greens in a dollar box. One was like Sean Green and one was Eddie Royal or something. I mean they were they were not very good. And I'm looking up prism green 2012 trying to get an idea of what these sell for and I see a Tom Brady auction that pops up, you know, it says like similar items that have sold and it's Tom Brady for $754. I would much rather buy eight Tom Brady game used patch cards. For a hundred dollars a piece, then spend seven hundred fifty dollars on a prism card. I'm not saying you know everybody's different, right? I just I enjoy collecting a game used patch, like a Brady game used jersey, is going to sell for a lot of money. So to be able to get a pat a piece of that jersey from a, a, a in a card form, which is what I collect, I would rather have that.
2: What if you're buying raw twenty twelve prism Tom Brady and grading them?
0: Oh, I mean, it, yeah, I mean. It, you know, I mean, if I'm you're telling get, you they're
2: selling for $100 and the 10s are selling for 1000
0: Yeah, but a lot of those are like, I mean, have aren't, I think a lot of those are
2: uh, off-centered. Yeah, so, you I mean, got, if you find good ones. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you got to grind it, but if you find good ones for 100
0: Yeah, you find a good one, you send it in, you, you got to get a 10. There's a lot that goes into a lot of risk. I'd rather buy, again, just you're asking me personally, what would I buy? I would buy a game-used yep. Tom Brady patch card.
1: Where do we think Mahomes stuff goes from here?
0: Do I think it should drop a ton? No, not really. I, you know, he's he did about all he could in that game. I mean, you you can only hit hit a guy in the head so many times with the football. Kelsey,
1: yeah, really Kelsey had a couple do. where he just put his hands Tough on his head, drops.
2: Like, It looked like there was just too many Hill. jitters. Yeah. It was unfortunate. It was a series of unfortunate events. I would tell anyone who's panic selling Patrick. You like that one? That anyone snake. who's selling that was, that was <laughs> nice, right? <laughs> that was nice. Anyone <laughs> Anyone who's Panic-selling Patrick Mahomes right now for the sake of panic-selling Patrick Mahomes is making a mistake.
1: Unless they, you know, picked one up in
2: July for 3700 At Just for the sake of getting rid of it because the season's over now is bad. If there's something else you're trying to do, Makes all the sense in the world, especially with liquid stuff. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's an enti- I'm going to be honest here. I, I don't think that's entirely fair to say. We preach on this show that nobody's ever gone broke making a profit. So, like Tyler said, if you're getting $9,000 cash on a card you have 3600 for, it's not the worst thing in the world if the next guy is. I would consider that, that make- a panic sell though. The, the P- PSA ten prism silvers the the base Mahomes ten was thirteen five to fourteen k of the day of the Super Bowl. If you're getting nine now, that's a massive drop in a week. So I think that or in four days, I think that that is a panic sell. It, it, you know, the fact that they're dropping that quick. I mean, again, if a stock fell thirty five percent in three days, there would be panic. So
2: this is the business we're in, though. Yeah,
1: here's Mahomes. If you're watching, if you're listening, we're showing a visual uh, here of card ladder, which I believe is all off of eBay data. Um, and if you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, there was eight sales, seven of them being auction that ended on Sunday. Sunday was the seventh, and anything from the high of auction of fifteen. K115 there was a 153 and then a low of 117. So if you kind of average that out and and I don't know they haven't pulled in yesterday's data yet but it looks like 132. Yeah, around mid 12 13 is kind of that average price and all things considered it's not the furthest of a drop from what looks like you know some of the highs that is it's, kind of at the high
0: it's still way higher than it was mid-season i mean i i sold one this season for 7700 mhm so it's it's certainly way up i th- i think the big thing on this card this card specifically is this is a really hard card to ten these cards mm-hmm. were known for surface defects they had that little mark next to his shoulder like these were they're some of them aren't centered well this is a hard card to ten i think it's a pop i think that said pop 850 853 um this is a card. This is Mahomes, you know, bomb and chrome for Brady. This is the, the best rookie card for him long term. It's super rare. I think if you can afford one, I don't, You know, Mahomes is going to be the favorite to come out of the the AFC. They're the, the
2: favorites to win the Super Bowl next yeah, year. Yeah,
0: I mean, they're going to be the favorites for the next three years, four years. As yeah, long let's as,
2: not get confused about Patrick Mahomes. So,
0: I have some some nice Mahomes stuff. I have no interest in selling at all. The, I mean, yeah. I understand you're wanting to cash out because the, you know, his stuff is so hot. It's only so hot because he's so
1: good. So, we now uh, you know, have the classic two day after recording on Tuesday, not Monday. Two days after the Super Bowl, football season's over. Summer's coming. You got hoops. You got everyone's favorite, you know, sport, baseball. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh and then we have the great sport of of proper football that's going to take the world by storm over the next 24 months. It's funny months.
2: how those two things get talked about by but person talking about them. what
1: I'd like to discuss is going the other way a bit, and what are some, as we think about next football season, what are some sneaky plays? Who, who are you keeping an eye on? Where are your, Where's your head at? Where's your thoughts? Obviously, in Dallas, Mahomes, or not Mahomes, sorry, um, Deshaun, there's a lot of Deshaun chatter. If there's a trade, could be could be big for for his career and, and obviously his card Stafford in a new new landing spot Goff in a new landing spot who the hell knows what's happening with you know, about Darnold so yeah would love your your thoughts on that the position players start to explode what are we talking about here go
0: for it right uh, a couple on my mind if if again if it's this is only a mo- a monetary thing the, the first thing has to be who's getting traded right Watson and Wentz are the first two that come to mind because people will be interested in them when they end up on a new team. Assuming Watson gets traded, Watson's a good quarterback regardless, and Wentz is too. Um, So I think that's the first one that comes to mind because Wentz stuff especially is low compared to where it's been. So if he ends up in Indy, right? Like Indy is built to win now with a good quarterback. He ends up in Chicago. They're built to win now with a good quarterback. The defense is great. So I think, I mean, Stafford stuff took a bump when uh you know he got traded so yeah jason
1: Jason was running around dallas looking for stafford cards the day and then he got traded that night
0: yeah so i think the guy guys like that are, are an intriguing play um i i think the one thing i'm gonna look at is i don't know if people are aware of what's coming but four months from now will be in the heart of Trevor Lawrence 2021 rookie cards. Like, that stuff's coming. And even if it's college, contenders draft picks, prism draft picks, the new shiny object of Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, after the draft, going into the preseason, like those guys are going to get all of the attention. And I think you're going to see some some opportunities come up because people are going to be focused on those guys. Like you're going to be searching for anything Trevor Lawrence, and I think that's going to mean Burrow's going to be forgotten about. He's coming off an injury. He's already low. I, I've said this before, and I've been very honest. I think Burrow's going to be an interesting guy to watch. What happens to Herbert? He looked amazing. One rookie of the year, right? Like, is Tua going to get traded in a Deshaun deal? Does that intrigue his stuff? What about Hurts when Wentz is gone? Like, I think there's some opportunities there, especially for some of the recent guys we've mentioned before. Is Kyler a buy? Kyler's stuff is incredibly low compared to even Joe Burrow, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so... it are. I think there's plays in some of those in here in a, in a couple of weeks when uh, the new shiny objects come around. I think in the short term, my first thought in terms of a flip game type thing is, is some of the guys that are going to get traded.
2: So now that Ryan named every single quarterback in the NFL, um, <laughs> except <laughs> there's one that he didn't that he has in the past. <laughs> um, the I, I would, I would open with, I don't think today is the right day to make those plays. I think, uh march april may is the time to make those plays probably more march april yeah more than may couldn't agree um yeah so i would say first guy on my mind is deshaun if you can get if deshaun ever gets a point where he's touching under a thousand the prison gets very very interesting to me um kyler the second guy that comes to mind i think he was so scorching hot a year ago and he's due for a a nice little comeback here. Will he get back to his preseason this year? numbers, a thousand each. I don't know, but it's it's something interesting to watch. And then the third one I would say is Justin Herbert. I think what will happen, if I had to guess what's going to happen here, if he, if like the draft comes around, right? Her, uh, Lawrence Wilson, all those guys get hot. People are going to say, wait, what about the rookie of the year? Who just had an unbelievable year with one of the worst coaching staffs in football. And then that stuff will go kind of, I think it has a very interesting opportunity there. I say that as a person who owns a very nice Herbert that I'm pumped about, but in general, I believe in him as well.
0: Yeah. Look at last year. We talk about this. This is cyclical, right? Up to the season last year, Haskins sold, Minshew sold, Locke sold, Daniel Jones sold, Kyler sold. Everybody goes into the off season thinking their team made the right moves to win the Super Bowl. Only one dude's going to win. So, those guys are going to get hyped up, and those guys, there's going to be a lot of attention on a lot of young quarterbacks going into the next season. And for
1: 90% season. of the quarterbacks, even if they win, they have six more to go to sure. even touch the, the active. Brady's not even over the hill. I think one guy we
0: didn't m- mention this discussion. Hold
1: on, because I know you're going to say it, and I want to yeah, say Yeah,
0: relax, it. Ryan. Let other
2: people uh, talk.
1: Jalen Hurts no. is interesting.
2: No, <laughs> that's not what I was going to say. That's, he's
0: throwing to former wide receivers. That doesn't no. <laughs> Ryan, Jalen Hurts was your guy. He was your guy. He you was know? a buying that's opportunity. Absolutely. I'm talking buy him, buy low, sell high. I'm, uh, I'm just not betting on Philly with he's throwing the ball to Greg Ward. Doesn't he got an Alshon Jeffrey who took the last two years off because he doesn't like Wentz? So you're just assuming he's magically going to come back now? I mean, that's like betting on A.J. Green. I'm just, just saying
1: like, I, b- I smell opportunity when you absolutely. mentioned 30 quarterbacks and didn't mention a potential Philadelphia Eagles starter.
0: You, you missed that point of the conversation. Absolutely hurts what's mentioned.
2: You brought when up gets, listening yeah, Open absolutely. Your ears.
0: absolutely. When Wentz gets traded, what hurts stuff is going to take a bump. Absolutely. So why are you saying no? i just... That wasn't the guy I was going to – I said no because that wasn't the guy I was going to mention. Got gotcha,
1: you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. All right,
0: all right, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, all, definitely, all is fair, all is fair. I, I, I was pricing some cards like Mosaic Hurts rookies do 10 bucks. Herbert's $40. If he goes into the season and you're like, this guy's going to start, if they trade wins, you, you're, you're counting on Hurts to be the, the guy. If they get a weapon in the draft app, you know, I, I think there's potential.
1: I just think Philly people are passionate about their football, and it's yep. been a brutal two, three years paying Wentz and getting the results that you've gotten in a world where he didn't even win the Super Bowl for you guys and there's real passion in that fan base for Hurts to come on and play well and I think that if he does that there will be chatter the media will love it they will love him and I just think that there could be he's super there. like he's super likable too. yeah I
0: I uh, first, I, I, we can't discredit. If Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt, he wins MVP. So, didn't win the Super Bowl. Absolutely, everything happens for a reason. Nick Foles beat the Patriots. I, I get that. The one guy we didn't mention is Mahomes. If Mahomes stuff dips, is is how how low is it going to go?
2: It's the most buy it could possibly be. There's no one better than Patrick Mahomes. I don't care.
0: If you're if you're again, if you're looking for something to save. For more than the next six months, it's got to be the top of the list mm-hmm. in terms of guys for that sure. aren't going to retire sure. in the next, you know, six six months.
1: Yeah, and if you're playing it to your point, long like like we go back and forth between these like flipping conversations to collecting to buy something, don't worry about it for two years type investing, and in the overall environment, Robinhood, Reddit bitcoin whatever there's so much of like give me my money right now because there's explosion happening everywhere but yeah Mahomes outside of brady i mean rogers russell wilson didn't mention either of those guys either if you're if you're betting on graded cards as a long-term investment yeah patrick mahomes is a is a beautiful asset to own
0: yeah i think it. I'm curious to see how far those dips are or how big those dips are. And if they they dip low enough, it it, it seems like a play, right? It's, you know, he lost the Super Bowl. He he didn't retire. Mm -hmm. So I I think, you know. Was that his fourth year? Third starting. Third Third. year starting. First year he won MVP. And if D4 doesn't jump off sides, he goes to the Super Bowl.
2: Three straight times he be in the Super Bowl. Second
0: year he wins the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. Lamar gets MVP in the league. Third year he gets second MVP voting, I think, to Rodgers. Goes to Super Bowl loses the Brady. Three years starting with a two busted MVPs. foot and two starting linemen. Yep. So, um, I wanted to bring up though, Lou and I talked about it off, offline. And I just it's funny how how popular cards have gotten when things like this happen. We we start looking on online yeah. for cards. Lou and I mentioned my wife wanted to watch the Britney Spears documentary last night, and there was a bunch of people on Twitter about it. I saw Barstool tweeted about it. Um, It it was it was crazy, Um, very interesting. I remember Britney Spears being big when I was in like middle school, and she's watching the documentary, and I'm sitting there with her, and I'm like, "Does Britney Spears have any rookie cards?" And Lou and I were talking about it, and I'm like, "I'm like Britney Spears," and Lou Lou's like, "Yeah, dude, I was looking. She's got this like." He mentions Jive Jive Records, like 1998.
2: There's a Jive Records, and there's an Si for Kids. Si for Kids is historically a sneaky play for us. Si
0: for Kids is a real. See? See Ryan? Tigers got there. one.
2: LeBron's got one.
0: I know there's a Tony Hawk one.
2: Yeah, yeah, Time
1: for all Kids got it was one. such a banger magazine. Yeah. It in was. like middle school, elementary school library, like doing library. And it was class. in the,
2: the Scholastic Book magazine. Remember you could order it?
0: Fire. Straight down. I just think it's funny how like things like this happen and we're just like, ooh, is there a card? Yeah. Right. So.
1: And it Not- speaks to. The, I think, acceptance of it as an asset class, we can get super heady, go into another top shot thing of like, what is, what is the real, you know, money and how does money transfer and value and decentralization? And if, what is inherently the difference? Obviously sports, but it comes down to storytelling. What's the difference between Luke Skywalker card and a Britney Spears card? Other than maybe- Absolutely Nothing. Yeah, you can say well, Luke Skywalker is not living Britney is but like it just comes thing. down to storytelling and supply and demand of the asset. Yep.
0: So, I uh So I did mentioned- you guys
1: make a Britney Spears play
0: real quick before
2: we get into <laughs> it? I did not. I don't know about. You it.
0: can get them. I mean, they're like you can get a couple for, you know, 8 to 10 bucks. I don't know how good they are. Again, the sports ultra for kids one was like 8 eight bucks or something mm-hmm. um there's a couple like vending like here's a britney spears sticker vending machine card for 11 bucks um yeah it's, it's just an interesting thing like, like you said ty supply and demand is going to be the big thing right i'm not saying go buy britney spears it doesn't you know doesn't do much for for me or for most people but you know for someone that doesn't have very many cards i just that that if some you know history will look back on you know people differently uh like that's one of the reasons i'm big on the rock rookie i know lou Mm -hmm. and i had that conversation and it's if, if there's just nothing available and you want something of them you know i just supply and demand's gonna matter yeah it will play out
1: for sure and i think it's important as you bring up the rock thing for us to take two seconds and just acknowledge i think this is probably we've done this is like maybe our 30th, 31st something episode, something maybe, like that. maybe more. So we've been doing this over six months more. Um, and the rock posting his card in feed is like a, is like a pretty big moment for the hobby. And again, Ryan, you've been in this for exponentially longer. You are the guy, in my opinion, I'm just trying to learn from you. It's gotta be pretty cool. Um, for someone like yourself that's has an immense amount of not only passion, but has been working in the hobby for such a long time to kind of start to see this larger acceptance and not only acceptance, but it's gone from either like pocket hobby over here that not many people care or talk about to like mainstream conversation.
0: Yeah, that is for, for sure. Um, I posted on our Facebook page the other day and I posted it in my story. Like we got asked to uh, be a part of a, an article in the local newspaper about sports cards. I've had a couple kids reach out that I went to high school with that were like, Hey, you know, saw you did this it's super cool to see it's like growing up. I didn't talk about it. Like it wasn't something you just told friends, Hey man, I'm collecting trading cards. Like weird. <laughs> yeah. That's stupid. Now it's like, Hey, yeah, I own a sport. It's just, you, you know, a little bit more confidence when you talk about it. Right. And I was, a lot shyer when I was younger, but, um, yeah, it's it's good to see it getting so much attention. I mean, like, they talked about, you, you guys saw the tweet, I know uh, Jason reposted it, about Mahomes and the teammates were bringing Pokemon packs to the Super Bowl. Like, the future of the NFL is, is ripping Pokemon packs and talking about it, and then The Rock, who's the third most followed account on Instagram, is talking about his rookie card. Or his his PSA ten card. It's just yeah, it's it's good to see it getting so much attention. I can it can't ever be a bad thing to have more eyes on the hobby. Yeah. Helps create sustainability.
1: Yeah, and I think that, that just amongst everything I wanted to bring it up because sometimes and personally, like it can our conversations can delve into money and this play and that play and flipping and buy this because there's an opportunity to sell this. And I just want to use that point to hammer home like Again in Dallas, there's just so much fun to it, and a lot of people, whether consciously or subconsciously, most I'd say it's not about the money; it's about it being a hobby and it being fun and a sustainable hobby. Any hobby, if you're a gardener, you can make a, a living of off of that if you know how to operate it business-wise. And it's just cool. It's been fun, kind of two and a half, three-year stretch for me of meeting people, getting into it, and I can only imagine what you're dealing with from a random people reaching out being like yo tell me about that card thing when they didn't want to listen to you 7 years ago because I get it and I'm like I'm just trying to figure it out like the rest of them you know what I mean so uh, it uh, it was a, it was a pretty cool moment and and I think there's a lot of good ahead um because of it
0: yeah, yeah I I couldn't just I couldn't agree more so we t- we mentioned it earlier um with when we were talking about uh, Brady and, you know, his prices and sustainability long-term, but seems to have been a, a a market shift, right? We saw it in Dallas. I know Lou and I had a conversation one-off about it, like, a lot less focus on Tyler Hero, Ja Morant, and, you know, maybe Zion, and a lot more focus on LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant, and I just wanted to kind of talk through that with you guys, get your kind of what you've seen lately, your, your input on it. Um, and just have that discussion about what the state of the market currently is.
2: Um, I think it's the inevitable shift that I think was always going to happen. Is it a I, it, inevitable shift? probably isn't the right, the right phrase. I think it might be a moment, a moment in time where, um, everyone's saying to themselves, all right, there's all this money coming in, right? Um, People who have a lot of money aren't going to spend their money on Luca. They're going to be like, oh, wait, I can get the greatest player of all time, arguably second or first or second or third, depending on who you ask, player of all time. And his base rookie card is only $30,000 at the time to so like, oh, cool, I'm going to grab that. And if all the energy and intentions on that, people then try to go make that play. Right. I feel like that's probably a lot of the energy right now. And that leads to an unlimited supply of these Lucas and these Donovan Mitchells and these Tyler Heroes and these Zions all available. And the prices go down. It's just how it goes. I think the healthiness, I think the liquidity of the modern market is good for cars in general. Um, and I think the price drops are good for cars in general because someone's going to make a play on something here. That is going to make him a little bit of money, and that's how the prices go back up. Will the Mavericks get better the rest of the season? Will the Jazz continue to succeed? Uh, All of those things will affect the price of those cards, but in the moment, it feels like everyone's just trying to dump their modern cards to get into a LeBron, get into an MJ, get into a Kobe, get into a KD even. I think KD's the next level down of those who's currently playing. Yeah, Curry, Yeah, yeah, I just feel like people are trying to get into that right now, and that's where a lot of the energy is at this exact moment.
0: It seems like the same thing happened in July, but with the rookies. Like, you had this mass influx of people, and you're just like, let me just get something. I just got to get something. I got to own something. Let me just go buy it. And you create this craze where just people are just flocking to buy it. And then people are like, hmm. That Michael Jordan guy's not playing again, and he's pretty good, and his prices are comparable to this Luca card. I'm gonna go buy this one, and I think it's just kind of the market correcting itself. But it, Lou, you bring up an interesting point. Like, does this create a buying opportunity? Right, Luca's
2: uh, down below 1200
0: now, in in spots. But we saw that in Dallas, right? It took But now it's happening on eBay. Yep. So it, it takes a little bit. Look, took a little bit of time to to correct it. But yeah, I think that's an interesting thing. Is not everybody's down. I just yeah. sold a DeAndre Hunter Court Kings Level Three rookie for fifty five dollars. You know
1: that's. I think
0: that's that's a good amount of money for DeAndre Hunter.
1: What needs to be Court really Kings. quantified and taken into account, which is hard, and I don't even know if I really understand it, but is the sheer explosion expansion of demand for all things uh, cards. And if you want to call it specifically graded cards. And so first I start with the amount, sheer amount. We have this podcast, again, grateful to be partnered with eBay in that you know they help bring further awareness to us and what we're talking about. But even in the last month or two, I mean, Kevin Durant has stood up a real media business with his partner, Rich Kleiman, who's a beast, and they are aggressively covering sports cards. Bill Simmons, the guy, the guy in sports media for dudes, sports podcast, card podcast. I mean, it's happening everywhere and we've got to take into account that each time this happens and new people come in, there's not necessarily new rules being set, but like, look what's happening to Marvel. Everyone wants to kind of either come in and, and everyone has fresh takes and perspectives. And 18 months ago, Prism, you know... Prism basketball, the price points were different. So now, to your point, when you look at a box, a new box of Prism basketball for $3,000 something dollars and a single for this, well, you're telling me that dude is more valuable than C3PO? Like, and, and so I think that what we're happening, what we're seeing is just this massive new wave of collectors, investors' approaches to it all. And what people are thinking is, why is Modern stuff not going in the same rate. I mean, we've seen Luca go up and go down. We've seen Luca come down to a thousand dollars. Well, also in in terms of sports, like this is the lull of basketball right now, middle of the season. Luca might not even make the playoffs. His stuff should be down. All other factors aside, even if he's the guy, you know, it's not probably up. And I could be super wrong, but isn't Donovan Mitchell the starting point guard in the? Best team in the league right now. So like when we think about this and Luke Skywalker and Hermione cards and all this, and like if the Jazz are the number one seed going into the playoffs, Donovan Mitchell's gonna be a good buy right now. If you're thinking about it from an investing standpoint. So yeah, I w- I, it makes sense to me that it's not moving up and or staying stagnant. One, because there's a lot of new people where well, there's a lot of new stories, there's a lot of new media, there's a lot of new demand coming in, and everyone wants to be smart or on the cutting edge or on the front, and prison basketball is not that right now.
2: That, I think that, real quick, what you just said, everyone wants to be the smartest person in the room is a very important lesson for when you first mm-hmm. get into this. Yep, no kidding. Everyone thinks they're the smartest person in the room when they come in the door, myself included.
1: Yeah, and we all have our takes, right? But like, there's now, even since we started 30 episodes ago, you know, people had to discover us. We're a newer platform. People, these, Barstool, in the game, massive loyal following. Bill Simmons, uh, in the game, massive loyal following. Durant, in the game, massive loyal following. They all need to have perspectives and takes. And how do pe- people get influenced to buy things? No different than you watch a TV, a commercial on the TV, and you buy Chex Mix or Doritos. It's like, so I think we're seeing a little bit of that. I t- I think... It- you kind of hit on and that's where I was going is
0: I wouldn't be, I think you've got to be cautious to really, really dump something just to get out of it. Cause again, you're creating this craze around the, the Jordan LeBron stuff, especially that early stuff cards weren't popular then the supply on some of that stuff is is not comparable to modern stuff and i think what you're going to see is is that stuff is going to continue to rise right like lebron only has so many tops psa 10s it's a fraction of these modern cards but what we what you said ty about like the attention with simmons and stuff like that is like barstool is is, isn't really in the game they've got coach dogs like they're starting to get there but like is not gonna not be in cards. They're yeah. too good at attention. They're going. They're going to get on board, right? Like you said, KD and Rich Kleiman, um, They're they're getting on board. Like there's a lot of attention that's still going to come into cards, right? Those people are going to want cards. Those people are going to tell their friends. Like they're they're going to have wants and needs. So I would just be cautious about just like dumping everything because the market shifted. Because there, there, there's this isn't a, a We're past the point of like, hey, this is a fad. This is going to, you know, have its moment during COVID. Like the market is is going to continue to rise.
2: Something someone said to me in Dallas, his name was Eric, uh, spoke to him for like an hour at the show. He said, stay ahead of the waves. And uh, what he meant by that was, of course, Jordan, nines and tens are going to go crazy right now. Eights, nines and tens are going to go crazy right now. Of course, LeBron's going to follow that. Of course, Kobe's going to follow that. But if you're just trying to catch the waves every single time, you might get caught. And trying to stay ahead of the wave and thinking to yourself, all right, what's the next version of this? And that's hard. And it comes with time and you have to have a good feel for the market and all that stuff. But like trying to stay ahead of it is the key to making sure you don't make too many bad calls. You might guess wrong, but you have a good opportunity to stay ahead of wave to stay to be on the front end of when you want to make a move on something, when the run starts, mm-hmm. if you could try to stay ahead of it.
0: That's why we don't buy Clyde Edwards, Laird, Donner's turkeys for $43. That's,
2: that is 100% correct. That's where you teach patience.
1: By the way, you know what was pretty damn cool? Edwards, Hilaire was the starting running back for LSU last year in the chip game. As I'm watching that game, I'm like, that's a pretty cool life and pretty accomplished you know, at athletic career old at 22 years Guys, yeah. the starting back... In a 12 month span, 13 month span in the Natty Chip game for a uh, powerhouse, uh, arguably the best college team ever, and then goes and lines up in a high form behind Patty Mahomes or right next to him in the Super Bowl. I mean, hats off to that dude. Even though people I'm still are not selling his optic
2: cards. hollow, bro. Ryan, let me get your thoughts on this. I don't think you've seen this yet. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, hollow. Donruss, D- Hollow Optics sold for forty three dollars raw today.
0: Yeah, it's early, right? This is the we'll get about, we'll get to it later on. Uh, you know, latest launch, but that's the big thing. Is like there's there's not a lot of it out, right? Retail's hit here, or there. Hobby comes out this week. Retail hit the shelves fully this week. Um, it, it, supply and demand, right? It's gonna play out. There's five now available. There'll be five hundred, you know, a month from now. So patience. Tough Alright, so we want to, we've hinted at this before, we've talked about it on social media. This is going to be a segment we're going to start doing now. Uh, We got rid of Stump the Shop, Tyler and Lou couldn't really handle that. We've moved on, and we're going to do a new segment around listeners submitting their Play of the Week. So this is going to be... You guys showing us what your move is, like a a sale you made, a buy you made, maybe a trade you made, whatever it may be. We're looking for listeners to submit those to us. Again, you guys can find us on Instagram or Twitter at Card Talk Pod. But this is a segment we're going to try to run weekly or every other week and get feedback from you guys. And we're going to share them. The big thing about this is Lou Tyler and I will not know any of these. Jason, one of the producers behind this behind the scenes here, is going to give us some of them, and we're going to talk about them live. Again, not seeing any of this until it's real time, and we'll talk through them together. Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles.
2: Thoughts on uh, looking at prices of these things in real time? Because I'll want to say like we're going to see something and someone's going to say a number and it's hard to put the number in context unless mm-hmm. we are looking at it i'm yeah.
0: not against it i think the big thing is is overall do you like is this something you would is be the thing cool or... yep. yes that's yeah. the so, way i look at it
1: yeah so we're going to see five different plays i believe we're going to then talk about the play in a vacuum and i think to your point price wise maybe we shouldn't go into that and we'll find this as we go but we This is amazing first one and, and we'll we'll talk through it from a visual perspective for those that are listening um and then we're gonna make we're gonna give a play of the week call after we go through all five.
0: I think it would be important uh for listeners and then also for Jason to mention this uh is this a buy yeah. or is this a sell mm-hmm. Was did it you buy purchased- it for this or did you sell it for this
1: yeah
2: Th- these are all buys these They're are all buys, buys. these okay. are all all and cool that's buys. and we're showing the purchase prices. Correct. Okay.
1: Correct. So we've got our first one here on the screen, and it's a nice little make a play logo that you threw up threw together there, Jason. Um, and this is from Jordan Lorenz at Jordan underscore. It looks like L two. Oh, it's a lowercase L, so it's sneaky. Uh, Jordan underscore L two on Instagram, and he picked up a 1998 Upper Deck Choice Peyton Manning Prime Choice Reserve. Ryan, you've been all the rage about our boy Peyton. He just entered the hall. Thoughts, boys?
0: So a couple of things stand out about this. Serial number, again, lets you know the rarity of it. It's not, you know, you there's not a million copies of something. And this is
1: number 14 out of 100.
0: Yep, 14 out of 100. Not college jersey number, not pro jersey number. Nothing special there. PSA 10, pop six, so low pop. Um. Like again, I like Manning. I'm opt- I'm optimistic about Manning. Not likely not going to be my favorite buy of the week. I think at 4,500, I'm probably looking at a low grade tops chrome refractor for the same type of money. I think that one is going to have more popularity long run. Like if you bought a Brady numbered out of a hundred from his rookie year, like for instance, private stock. I know someone that has a PSA nine of those. It's numbered in 95. It's like a low pop, and it sold for like 85 hundred right? It was like a $2,000 card three months ago. And in my head, while it's zero numbered, and then that matters, people are going to want the chrome or the, top, or the refractor more long-term. So if you're betting on Manning and his stuff long-term, I think the way I look at it is I'll look at the staple card, find that, because I think that's going to be the one people turn their eyes to. Not Like I said, goodbye. I like Manning. With the same amount of money, I'm not sure it would have been my first buy.
2: Yeah, my initial reaction was to go on PSA and look at like this set and see what else was available. And let me tell you why I think buying Peyton Manning is cool. This exact thing, my initial thought is like there's First of all, there's two Peyton Mannings in this set. There's a 256, which is what this card is, and then there's a 193. There's a Prime Choice Reserve, a Choice Reserve and the base for all for both of those cards. So there's six different versions of Peyton Manning in this set. So my initial reaction is this is confusing to me, and I would rather buy a tops chrome. Tops chrome is his is his regular rookie, right? He's got tops chrome and Bowman chrome. Tops chrome will will win out. Yeah, I, I would lean tops chrome if I'm going to buy a Peyton going forward.
1: Yeah, this is like buying like a ten year CD to me, and I think Peyton is going to stay strong. I think it's the most exciting play. Nah, I think it might have been a better play two months ago. Yeah. Keep it moving. Bring it up the next. 1999
0: Pokemon 230 2348 TOPS trading card box set factory sealed mint.
2: So this is the tops Pokemon. That's the Tops TV Pokemon set, I believe Jason can confirm, but I'm fairly certain it is. I we have talked about this on the show before. I am the owner of a uh Charizard uh, Charizard, a Charmander. Um, foil. So in this set, there's base cards, there's foils, and there's like there's different levels of foil basically. So uh I'm a big fan of this set. There's something to the Pokemon anime and how that plays itself out in the US market. I haven't fully thought it out yet. I'm a fan of buying sealed Pokemon, especially vintage. sealed vintage sealed Pokemon. So
0: the one thing I don't know, so I'm not sure I'm the, the right answer for this. Yep. I've never been one to typically buy a set. I would prefer packs, Mm -hmm. right? I would prefer a pack to rip the unknown. Like it could be a Charizard. It could be, you know, Charmander. A set and you know typically what's inside. So I like the old school Pokemon aspect of it. I think that supply and demand factor will really kick in there because you're just not going to see a ton of it sealed for sure. Um, But Ty, I'm open to your your thoughts on this. Yeah, I like to
1: play. Honestly, I think getting your hand right now with how content is being made live streaming twitch what's happening in gaming what the new rules you know i've I, i'm baffled at what i believe is underpriced first edition psa 10 pokemon stuff but the market is the market and there are is a mass amount of demand around sealed product to be able to open for content and so i'm i, I think there's a, it's a there's a great play yeah, interesting. Either for your own educa- like, uh, sorry, entertainment to rip it open. I think it makes for a fun, you know, Friday night with the boys or the gals, or as a flip because I think that there's a lot of content creators out there that it's well worth their money to pay twenty percent vig on that to make content. I so, think that's that's
0: an underlooked part of this. Right is As the card market gets this extra attention, look at some of the people on YouTube that are big into cards and the attention they get on opening a random hobby box. Again, I just know the sports card aspect of it. I know who it is and I know the attention it brings. It's crazy to think what something like, Logan Paul is going to have a lot of attention opening a first edition hobby box or first edition Pokemon box. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, t- and I think that's he monetizes that's that
1: attention in a different way. And so then that that, you know, cost for him is worthwhile. And so this was from at praise P-R-A-Y-Z on Instagram at praise. And it was a 1999 Pokemon tops trading cards box set factory sealed mint. On to the next one, Jay. Oh
2: All right.
0: 2003 Net Pro Serena Williams, number one rookie. It says the best woman's tennis player ever. So definitely selling it on this one. $14. <sighs>
2: 1499
0: free shipping.
2: is, so this is from this the
0: main series. Who's this from? Is this J at J Pete, so J P E T T or T E E eight five on Instagram.
1: Letter J Pete E 85. Uh, A lot of tennis chatter right now. A lot of tennis chatter happening. Fifteen dollars. I can't really tell based on the imagery if that, you know, the the quality of it, you know, where that comes back from a graded perspective in a weird way. It almost looks like it's trimmed a touch, but that's just me and having bad eyes. Um, I'm long Serena. I'm a fan of the play.
2: I'm extremely confused here because if let's put this in perspective, like you're saying, we don't know the, the quality of this card. If... PSA tens are doing north of fifteen hundred dollars each, and that might be low. I'm just looking at a current auction that's live on this exact card. Nineteen hundred was the last sale. Fifteen dollars.
1: This is serious play.
2: Might be a serious play here, right? Yeah. Well, it, uh, yeah, well, and I, I mean, you'd have to grade it pretty quickly,
0: right? If you think this is a moment thing, I don't. Think you you want to cash yeah. it on the moment? Grade it pretty quick. But if you think it's a long term play, if you know it's a nineteen hundred dollar card forever in your mind. Yeah, I mean, $15. You, I mean, you can't you can't go wrong. If you, there was also if a time where we 15, used to.
2: Go ahead.
1: I was going to say there was a time where we used to get crazy excited when like, you know, the backup shooting guard on the Sacramento Kings would talk about cards. Serena Williams' husband is active in the
2: space. You know, she, you, do you see the video of her, she has a rookie in her trophy she room. She has this. She has that a, card in, back- in her trophy room. Mhm. How about that, Ryan? but you didn't know that.
0: No, I didn't.
1: Hmm. No, no. But I wasn't
0: like against Serena Williams. No, he wasn't.
1: He, he he was for the play.
0: Yeah. I mean, you made a mistake. I don't know. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Marvel Comics superheroes trading card number forty three, Spider Man Donris, nineteen sixty six MCG.
2: Yeah. So as a person, that's Marvel comic. Uh, something, something. So as someone who was priced out of buying the 1990 Marvel set, I then made the movement to looking into other sets. I ended up personally buying um, some of the Prism stickers that came out of vending machines from Marvel. Um, but this 1966 set is very, very interesting. Something i gone back and forth with in my mind is do these like sk- I keep calling them sketch cards. I don't know if that's the right word, but like the ones that are like basically cutouts from a comic and put onto a piece of cardboard for cards. Are those as interesting as character cards is something I keep going back and forth on. Um, So I'm a fan of these because they're so old school and if you can get them in good shape, they sell pretty well. And I think there's definitely a lot of room on them, but in the long run, I'm not too sure how a sketch card plays out over a character card.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Marvel. Feels hot for me right now. Feels white hot. Feels ripping and running. I'm not on the buy side of Marvel right now. Um, just because it it feels for me personally. I've never been a big comic guy. I, I've never been a big Marvel guy. I haven't watched the Avengers movies. Just not my forte. I think Spider Man's super cool, but I'm not like a you know MCU guy. I don't know if that card guy one is, and this is at that card guy one on Twitter. Um, So I'm indifferent. Feels like it's white hot. Doesn't this card maybe might get like a PSA six based on that left to right centering top right corner. looks a little bit banged up top to center, top to bottom centering is off. I think if you're into comics, it's a good play. It's not my kind of play.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not the Marvel expert here at, at all. It doesn't, you know, L- Lou's the Marvel guy here. Um, I, I, I love I, how the tag intri- is the Marvel guy. I'm intrigued by the idea that the 1990 Marvel is on fire. It's no different. That same concept exists in sports cards, right? When the LeBron tops Chrome 10 gets so high, people look for the next best thing. Like Lou mentioned, like, do these other these other cards get attention once the 1990 Marvel stuff is priced out? Possibly. Again, I don't know much about it, so it doesn't do a ton for me, but I like the concept of thinking outside of the typical 1990 Marvel box. 2018 Topps Archives, Wendy Peppercorn, The Sandlot, PSA 10. This is from at mhk underscore cards on Instagram.
2: I'll let you guys go first.
1: I think it's a great collector's piece.
2: That's, I think if you're buying this, it's it's
1: uh it, whether it's the man cave or your bedroom or a desk tchotchke, I think is a this is uh, for Mh Hundred K underscore cards. Sandlot might have been a big movie for him. Might have you know been on a first date with his now wife. You know at that movie might have meant really something. He might have been a ball player back in the day. Might have loved. The great Bambino, you know, been in it for the story. Maybe he has good <laughs> he memories. Been in it for the story. Maybe, maybe he has great memories of the community pool back in the summer of seventy-seven. But it's a collector's piece, and that's about as far as it goes for me. I like the play for that reasoning. I've got some random weird collectors pieces of my own, um, but this is not the play of the week, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think uh, to me is, is this a pop two, right? Is it a pop three or is it a pop 50, right? If somebody one day is like, ooh, you know, I watch the Sandlot with my kid. I'm going to go buy a Wendy Peppercorn rookie. I, I want one in on a PSA 10. Money's not an issue. I'm going to go buy one. Oh, there's only two of them out there. It's, you know, and you can flip it later if that's your strategy, maybe. But yeah, like Tower said, it's just, if there's hundreds of them, it, you're, you're looking at somebody really – It's just a collector's piece. It's just something you throw up on the mantle and just, or in your, 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 your man cave and, and look at doesn't, uh, doesn't do a ton for me in terms of like, it's probably not something that's going to appreciate
2: much in the next 45 days. Um, I agree. I will say I grew up loving the Sandlot. So this specifically has a very near and dear to my heart. My dog is a English Mastiff, much like the dog in The Sandlot. So I have a very close relationship with this movie. That said, I would imagine that there are approximately one gazillion 2018 Tops archives were floating around. So as an investment piece, I don't love it. I love it as a play for someone who loves Sandlot. I'm more of an E.T. guy. If it
1: was E.T., I'm more, uh, you know. Really? You just don't like baseball. I loved baseball, actually, growing up. And you didn't love The Sandlot? I was indifferent about The Sandlot. Okay. I, I mean, was indifferent about it. That's fine. Like, I think the dog is cool. I think going over the fence gets get the I ball is cool. I just don't cool. think you can I, say
0: you liked baseball and didn't like The Sandlot.
2: It's I, like don't have, I don't have negativity towards The Sandlot. Yeah, I but, just, you, have, but not, you have more positivity for E.T.? Way bigger movie. Okay.
1: E.T.'s a bigger movie than I,
2: no, I'm aligned. I'm just saying, personally, for me, I like the Sandlot more than I like E.T. Fair. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. It's just
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Jason, bring it back. Now we have <laughs> the, the big moment. Play of the week.
0: There's 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 uh, an easy answer for this one. Yeah. Oh. I
1: think we're we're all spot on. Go Except, ahead. Yep, Serena. Ryan, you go. Serena. Can we start from the beginning, Jay? I need to get focused here.
2: Let's let's vote as we go. I think we're all going to agree. I'm yeah. going to go no on Peyton. Yeah, it's the Peyton. No. Nope. Nope. I like the play, but no. Nope. This is sneaky. This is yep. a very
1: sneaky play. Agreed. It's close.
2: I would yep, call it would be- the second best play of the week. Yeah, yep, I agree. Yeah. This is the winner.
1: Serena's a play. If if it's JP85 listened to our our recording last week and doesn't, you know, twenty day this, and get it back in twenty
2: twenty three. If he goes no, five he, day, yeah. JP JP needs to express this seventy five bucks. Pay it, pay it, get it back in oh two couple like a few weeks. And yeah,
1: um, and then you know, all things considered, the image could be a bit better to give us a little bit more room. Um, but it looks like that that JP is going to take down play of the week. Yeah, for sure. Yep, our inaugural. Player of the week.
2: Yeah, inaugural play of the week. Let's let's call it what it is. Shout out to JP at eighty-five for the inaugural play of the week.
1: He's getting either a t-shirt or a sticker or a hoodie or something that we're working on making. Just positive the stuff, vibes. The stuff Lou and I don't have. Yeah. Hey, interesting. Here we go again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. All right. Last little segment this week, as always, this week's releases. Um, Optic football and Series 1 baseball for 2021. Um some 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 big releases. Let's just call it what it is, right? There's a there's a lot of demand around Top Series 1 baseball. I have been I got a lot of calls last week and a lot of people asked in shop about it. Super super intrigued by that. Can Optic that, football.
1: A lot of baseball. Series 1 injuries. baseball. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then Optic football one of the more collect- well let's call what it is one of the more collected and desirable football products up there with select prism mosaic you know it's in that bunch uh so definitely a big a a big release Jason mentioned that upper deck marvel has a product uh coming out this week this is going to be a a a pretty big pretty big release week. What are you looking forward to?
2: I' am fired up about um tops twenty one series baseball uh there's a lot of interesting guys. Joe Adele is my favorite prospect, potentially in the last few years. So I'm excited about him getting his card. I'm a little bit confused. This means nothing to you guys, but I'm a little bit confused by Joey Bart being in this set. That feels like something they were just trying to get another big name in there. Unless I'm missing something, I don't think Joey Bart is going to make an impact this year. I might be missing something on that, but yeah. So it's him, uh, Bobby Dalback from the Red Sox. Really interesting. Um, Bobby Dalback. Joe Adele, Edward Olivares is another guy that I've liked, and apparently you were saying Jaron Duran might be in this, Ryan?
0: I do not quote me on that. I was
2: looking on Twitter. I don't Twitter. see him on the, I don't see him on the sales. but he might, he might be. I'm so a big not? fan of Jaron Duran. Huge fan of Jaron Duran.
0: Uh, Marvel got pushed back, so Marvel is not this week. So this week you have Top Series 1 Baseball, Hobby and Jumbo, you have Optic Football, Optic Football Hybrid, and you have Leaf in the Game, or Leaf in the Game Used Hockey. So you got those four releases. The big two are going to be, you know, a staple product for tops with the series one. And then one of the best, you know, top five or 10 football products with, with optic.
1: So I think baseball has a massive opportunity. Theo Epstein's on the, uh, he's now on like the board leading, like on field competitive stuff. And I think if baseball goes to seven innings, speeds up the game. I think it end ha- understands how to market its players. I think it has a real chance to explode because in know, p- post-pandemic world, going to the ballpark sounds epic. In a way that is different than any other sport other than maybe football, based on, you know, that getting outside, reconnecting with friends and family, a little popcorn, a little crackjack. But in the same way that the NBA added the three-point line, got rid of hand-checking, and has been progressive, baseball is seemingly scared to do so. Not and true. I think that they have real opportunity to set themselves up for the future or die quick.
2: We've changed the layout of our show. I'm very confused. But Yeah, that just happened. <laughs> um, I think this is something else, but... Uh, baseball is exploring multiple different rule changes. Um, I think there's an argument to be made uh, that I will, I would never make this argument as someone who loves all sports equally, but there's an argument to be made that basketball has adjusted the rules a little bit, a lot. And there's a little bit room for improvement on those rules. That's just me. But baseball is definitely exploring different things. The problem with baseball is that it is naturally a very slow moving sport and there's nothing you can do about that. Like they can only speed up how long they take to pitch so much, and like there's only so much they can do in that way. So I agree with you on that. But I do think there's a lot to baseball, and I'm excited about this upcoming year.
1: I think it. I think it will be a big year if they allow these players. I mean, if we see what who was my man was it Tatis hits a bomb and then becomes the dude that everyone doesn't like because he was like pumped about it. But that it. wasn't Maybe that while was while like Steph a media Curry is, thing. is is like shimmying all over people's face for hitting 40.3s. With and his mouth and that's out. what sells.
2: Here's my perspective on that. I love bat flipping. I also love that you have to eat it on the way back the other way too. Like if you're gonna get beamed in the in the neck because you bat flipped, like <laughs> great. That's part. Of, that's part of it. I, but that's always been the thing in baseball. Like you can bat You're but just that, gonna get like crap to come out to apologize. But that's because his manager so made him. That's, some, that's. But yeah, exactly. that's, his, that's that's his, his manager being what that manager out of the game. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm aligned. I want Tatis but to that bat. that down. I want him to put a bat on Mars every single time he has a home run. Me too. I not- I want
1: Harper to come around third base, throw the helmet off, let the locks fly, and slide into home base face
2: first. I'm aligned. <laughs> what was that game? Slugfest? If MLB just became Slugfest, that'd be <laughs> that would be lit. That would be
1: I love it. I think that's a good Much one more too, excited
0: right? for optic football. Way more excited. Football. I'm interested to see the the aspect I think a lot of people have forgotten about is COVID pushed all of these football products back that would have already been released. The season's over, right? There's no more football. Football's done for a while now. You're going to have the draft here in a couple of months. So you have that coming up. But there's no football. Optics out before the season's over. Right, so the fact that Optic's not out, Select's not out, NT, uh, I'm eager to see how that affects the card market for football specifically as basketball ramps up into the All-Star break and then towards the end of the year, baseball gets started, hockey's getting ready to come, uh, or hockey is, is is on now. So um, yeah, in, in, intriguing to, to see how that affects the the resale market of Optic with football being over.
2: So I'm slightly confused by the NBA doing an All-Star game. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, LeBron came out and
1: was not a fan of it. But with that deal. said, we can talk about that on the next show. See you guys next week. Peace.
2: That's a wrap
1: on Card Talk this week.
2: Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean
0: the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com, and we'll get to it in the next
1: episode. Card Talk is a one thirty-seven p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.